0: are now locked in and listening to The Issue. This guy is a franchise quarterback, and no, I don't want to hear any pushback on that. It feels like a top 10 roster to me. It feels
1: like it can win a championship.
0: This is The Issue. Yo, what's up? We are back. It is The Issue, it's Thursday, December 15th, and we have another episode of the issue here for you today. Um, a kind of a rebound episode. It's a <laughs> it's a big week this week. There's three Saturday games this week too. Yeah, it is a huge week. Um, mm,
1: no OctoBox though. That's unfortunate. No, That's okay. I, I know okay. I'm gonna
0: miss it. I, it's been there have been now two Sundays that the OctoBox has not been active on Red Zone. Each one has depressed me more and more. This one will do the same. Uh, but nevertheless, great football coming up and end of the season football. So things are starting to get. You know, a little more uh, a little more chippy, yeah. uh some more emotion and uh it is just making for a better product, better shows uh will follow from that. Uh but today we have Tim's rant to start off. We have uh kinda of talking Detroit and the Lions a little bit. They show out and impress, they beat the Vikings. Huge. Right. Thirty
1: what, 34 thirty four, twenty three, like a lot? like yeah. by eleven. Yeah.
0: That's It's big boy football right there. Yeah. We'll finish out the first segment uh, with hits and misses like normal. Uh, And then in the second segment, we want to get you guys another top 10 NFL teams. I feel like it's that point in the season where they have to kind of start coming a little more regularly. Almost every Uh, week, I would say. Yeah, because there's just a lot of movement between the top 10 week to week now. Uh, And then we're going to finish off the second segment with kind of just like a general news uh, over the NFL, some college football, whatever. Uh, we the big, feel the, the, big the big stories. You know? yeah. um, and then we will go into week 15 predictions in the third segment, finish it out with another rant uh, to end the show. But um, let's start with Detroit. They had kind of a, a crazy win this week. It was awesome. To I mean, watch. that was...
1: I. Would I say their most impressive win? I would say I would say it was, it was a yes. top three win for them on the season. Probably
0: I guess a big division
1: rival. That's a yeah, right. And I remember saying during our predictions uh, that the Lions would finish really close. You know, eight and nine, nine and eight, somewhere around there. Right? They're going to be super competitive. They're going to play really hard for Dan Campbell. Probably score some points. Right? You could see um, the offensive piece that they had going into the season. Swift at that point, at that point, Hawkinson was still there. Um, but even without him, they have really nice tight end pieces, good wideouts, all that. Um, and I, and I like Jared Goff better than most. Not love. I, I like him. I'm still realistic, right? He can't really play on the road, can't really play outside very well. But let's be real, he's a top 20 NFL quarterback. I think he's probably way closer to 20, if not right at 20. Um, and But that that's 100% where they are right now. Competitive, fun. Jared Goff is exactly what we think he is, you know, somewhere in the top 15 to 20 NFL quarterbacks. Here's the interesting thing about that that team, though, right? Like I said, the concern offensively, has been Jared Goff, right? You're going in the season. You're not worried about Amon Ross, St. Brown. You're not worried about your backfield. You have two good backs. Um, your your offensive line's improving. I like Goff. I, I I do, I do. But their line's above average. Their weapons are really good. You know, B+, plus, A-, minus, two good backs, nice tight end. Even after they traded Hawkinson, right? The concern's always been Goff. He's actually only, he's, he's sixth best in football right now with, with only seven picks. Not bad at all. Not bad at all. So he's taking care of the ball. He's moving the sticks. They're actually, they're third in yards per drive. Which means they're also sixth in scoring percentage, a.k.a. the percentage of their drives that convert to them scoring. Sixth. That's a a good clip, right? So they're moving the ball, and they're getting in the end zone. But the problem is is that they also happen to be the single worst defense in football. I I think the single worst defense in football. They're 17th in picks they're dead last in yards per drive, they're third worst in score percentage. They're also worst in your, uh, average points per drive. So what does that mean? Not only are they giving up points, they're giving up touchdowns like a lot. On average more than anyone else actually. They're 32nd in the league. Right, so there's that mentality you always hear, bend don't break, right? Whenever you whenever they get to you about your 40-yard line that you you got to bend, hold them to a field goal, live the fight another day. I think the Steelers historically have been pretty decent at this. I mean, they they, they, they lose what sixteen to, to fourteen or whatever at the field goals. No, there's no bend. There's no there's no bend with Detroit. It's just break. And so I think the Lions they're super entertaining. I don't think they would be any fun to play if you're the Vikings, right? Like I think the Vikings most likely keep that two seed, and I don't think the Lions are going to get above the seven seed. Like I I don't. Um, but so that would probably be the matchup. I don't think they would be any fun for minnesota who also has some serious problems in their secondary but i'm also realistic with detroit right and i hope their fans can like respect this because i'm actually rooting for them finally they've been so awful for so long that like they deserve this i don't have any problem with lions fans i think they finally deserve a little bit of entertainment which they're finally getting because the offense is exhilarating and to be actually competitive and i think that they're getting that as well they're probably going to sneak into the playoffs but let's take a deep breath with him. Let's not set our hopes too high. Because at the end of the day, like I said, I like Jared Goff. Let's remember this before I say this. I like Jared Goff. But at home, he's 270 yards per game, 20 touchdowns, 3 picks, 106 QBR. That's like an all-pro. That'd be second in the league right now in QBR to Jalen Hurts, who's probably going to be the MVP. Like, that, that's an all-pro statler. On the road, he's 227 yards per game, 4 picks, only 2 touchdowns, and an 81 pass rating. Right, so I like Detroit, but I'm also realistic with them. Can they can they maybe go to Minnesota in the playoffs and win? Maybe. Maybe. I don't feel great about it. Remember when they went to Minnesota last time and they got this really nice lead? And then in complete Detroit fashion, lost it and lost by four to, at the time, a pretty beat-up team in Minnesota. So well, I am rooting for Detroit. I think they're super entertaining. I think Jared Goff is a much better quarterback than a lot of people give him credit for but you have to be realistic with this. It comes in steps, right? We said this with with Philly, how it comes in steps, right? Get to the playoffs last year, get waxed by Tom. This is probably the year that they win a playoff game, if not two. I know people are giving, I want to say Donovan McNabb, you know, flack for saying that they're probably another year away from the Super Bowl. And I agree. I agree. It's very, very rare that you see a team not hit these milestones on their way up, right? And the teams that kind of bypass these milestones. Like, like I'll even give Cincinnati credit. They were awful, and then Burrow came in. They were really, really good with Burrow. Then he gets hurt. But you kind of still see the identity of the team, even though he's hurt. Like, they're still scrappy, and they're learning from their losses, right? And then he comes in, and boom, Super Bowl, right? Still a big jump. But you don't see, like, Josh Allen in Buffalo, for example, right? Awful, getting better, getting better, finally competitive, but still can't win a playoff game, finally goes out, wins a playoff game, Right? And now what are they? I don't know, probably like third in, in in voting right now or in odds to win the Super Bowl. So it comes in steps. Detroit, you'll probably sneak in. My guess, it'd be a coin flip game in Minnesota. I'd probably lean with Minnesota, but I don't feel good about it. I don't feel good about it. I mean, given that Kirk can't play in prime time, depending on when that game is, I don't I could go either way. But they're not they wouldn't get past that. Right. That That'd be kind of the ceiling. Right, because then from there, you're the 7th seed that moved on. So then you would get, I, I want to say, I, I want to say you get the 1. So you'd get Philly. And they're not in a position to go beat Philly on the road. Right, so love Detroit. Love what they're doing. I think Dan Campbell's underrated. I think Jared Goff's underrated. I love Amon Ross St. Brown. But deep breath, competitive, fun, love what they're doing. Not necessarily a team that I'm taking seriously going deep into the playoffs and and making any massive noise. Could they sneak in and give Minnesota all they can handle? Absolutely. Is that about the cap on their season? Absolutely. And that's fine. That's fine for a Detroit team. They started off 1-6. One, one if you told them that when they were 1-6, you said, hey, you're going to get to the playoffs, you're going to give Minnesota all you can handle, and then you're going to get whacked in Philadelphia next week. Would they sign up for it? I think they would. Yeah. I think they'd sign up for it tomorrow.
0: Yeah. I mean, this is just a brand of football that um, Detroit should just be thrilled about getting to this level right now absolutely Uh, you know don't ask for the whole pie take it one slice at a time right uh and especially after being so bad for so long like it's just it's not going to go from that to a super bowl there's going to be years of building there's going to be i think dan campbell's a great coach and, and what he's been able to do all season i think puts him in contention for at least top five coaches this season um, to lead a Detroit Lions team to to a playoff, if they can sneak into the playoff, yeah, I and mean, then win a playoff game, that would be crazy for them. I wouldn't.
1: Yeah, I mean, he'd be in contention for coach of the year, probably. I would say. I so. mean, that's what Stefanski did with uh, with Cleveland. Yeah, ended up winning what ten or eleven games and went and beat Pittsburgh in the first round. Yeah, coach of the year. I mean, I don't think it's crazy. I don't think it's crazy. Um, way, they're
0: moving in the right direction in Detroit. They are.
1: They are moving in the right direction. Uh, I'll tell you what was interesting. That Sunday night football game was unbelievable. It was. Unbelievable. That was a master class from Herbert. So let's start there with hit number one of our hits and misses here on what? Going into week 15 of the NFL season. I feel like we've said it a thousand times at this point. I don't mind Tua. I think he's fine. He, you know, I, I could very well see him having a similar, like, career trajectory to, like, a Jared Goff, Kirk Cousins. Yeah. Consistently average, um, like a really, really okay 15 to 20 quarterback. But you look at him against
0: Herbert, it's not even close. No, it's not even close. Herbert looks so much more t- just NFL ready and NFL capable. Do you know what but I mean? He just just looks like more talented. And, and the way he moves, I think, is a lot more strategic than the way that Tua moves. I, and uh, I think that you can rely on Justin Herbert more than you can rely on Tua, right? I feel like right. with Tua, you have to have a really good run game. You have to be able to take pressure off of him. You have to have a good defense. Um, with with J. Herb, we, we've seen him do it now with a roster it's that is— Injury riddled, no receivers, no yep. weapons to throw to, no sort of a defense no uh, over the top. So, I mean, the fact that you can lean on Jay Herb like that says a lot more to me than the fact of I, you know Tua having to have a lot of things go his way.
1: I feel like they play call to help Tua make look to help make Tua look good. Yes, they don't do that in. in in LA, Herbert makes the play call look good. Yeah, doesn't matter what it is. Doesn't matter who's playing. Doesn't matter who's throwing to. Doesn't matter if the protection breaks down. He makes the play work. The play makes two a work. Yes, that's the difference. Um, we, it, it's kind of back to our whole like tractor trailer debate, you know? Like, yeah. uh, are, are you are, are you pulling the truck or are you getting pulled by the truck? Right. So, all right, miss number one. I got dogged this week on bets. Oh man, zero uh, five. I was getting, gonna say. getting absolutely clowned on TikTok. I mean, it's fine.
0: It happens. About a thousand comments to be (laughs) just bad.
1: I would say like 800 of them were just like fade, fade God, fade this man. I get it. All right. It's a bad week. First losing week in the last six. All right. I don't want to hear it. (laughs) Um, Good news is, though, doubled down on New England minus two last night. So we're chilling. We're chilling. We recouped a little bit, um, but still tough, tough, tough weekend for me.
0: At least we got that clip up of, uh, of, of me picking kind of, New England. Yeah, kind of, kind of backing you up a little bit. That extinguish some
1: of the fire. Yeah. All right, hit number two. <laughs> We've expressed our concern and our questions about Cliff Kingsbury, and uh, I, I he didn't win in college with Patrick Mahomes. He hasn't won in the NFL with Kyler Murray, which we all obviously know what Mahomes is. Uh, Kyler's you know a Heisman Trophy winner. Um, look, he maybe he's more suited for a coordinator because I think he's pretty creative. I think he's a decent offensive mind. I just don't think he's built to be a head coach. Um, Their defense is always consistently not very good. Their special teams isn't very good. Um, The protection is always lacking. And I always feel like it's when they succeed, it's Kyler kind of put on a cape. Like, I don't ever feel, oh, they won because of the game plan or because of the plays. Um, And now with Kyler Hurt, they're on a losing streak. They're, what, 4-9? and Do you see them winning maybe, what, one or two more games the rest of the way? I mean, they at least have to have a
0: conversation in the offseason behind like, closed doors. The executives are having a conversation about Cliff Kingsbury. They have to be. You have to, and these injuries with with Kyler are starting to like be a little bit concerning, right? He, he is su- super undersized. Um, oh, yeah, no doubt about it. And to play in the NFL and the longevity of a career and what that can look like, um, it doesn't look good when you're when you're that small playing against defensive uh, players that are you know anywhere from. 6'4 to 6'8 and around like 250 pounds. Just well, shredded pure muscle. So,
1: And uh, we said this during his whole contract negotiation. I said, negotiation. A lot of people are just like, oh, he's super talented, pay him. And I said, look, I agree I would pay him. But it's not as easy yeah. as you just say, look at him and go, oh, he's talented, pay him. Like, it's not
0: that simple. There has to be a future it's evaluation not, that goes yeah, on.
1: It's not that simple. And now you're kind of seeing the repercussions of just thinking, oh, talented, let's just give him the bag. So. Yeah. Uh, miss number two here. I said that Mike Rill was a top five coach, and I think he has his Sundays where he is, but that was not a good weekend for him or his Mm -hmm. team. Uh, But I know they're banged up up front, and the secondary's a little iffy right now and and stuff. But to only get Derrick Henry to 34 rushing yards, like, that's tough. Like, I've seen Kyle Shanahan, who, if you want to be considered a top five coach, I think Shanahan's in that conversation. That's who you're compared to. I mean, I've seen him get third string running backs, like, Second contracts, Raheem Mostert, Jeff Wilson, uh, Matt Breida, right? Like, scheme matters in the running game. You can't say that it's all on Derrick Henry. No. That he only got 34 yards. I mean, at the end of the day, he still is, what, 6'3", 250, okay? Like, he didn't shrink before the game. (laughs) You're right. Like, he's still the same running back, and he only got 34 yards. So, And into the Jags of all teams. They're okay, but their defense is not fantastic. Look, there is
0: no way that they should be able to stop a, a uh, all pro running back like Derrick Henry like Lee Derrick Henry thirty four yards no not at all
1: so I just I, like I said I think he has a Sundays where he's top five but that was a, that was a tough look I think he got out coached and I think they got outplayed yeah a lot all uh, right hit number three we've been rather reluctant to put the Giants into the top ten we we always get to about eight and we're like oh my god nine and ten like who do we put in it's like Seattle they're I always don't know, in the conversation you know? kind of they're always within like the eight to fifteen conversation yeah. I don't even know if they're that anymore. Um, it's not the standings, right? I don't care if they're almost in the playoffs or if it ended today, they would be. I don't care if Brian Dable's good and Saquon's good. They're, they're not going to win consistently no. with Dan Jones at the helm. It's just not going to happen. I don't see it. It's not going to happen. They're not a talented enough team. Uh, all right, miss number three. Um, Luke sucks. Yeah. Lost um... predictions uh, once again. Uh, well, I guess well, I lost him again this week. Now, I have won clinched said championship. He won last year. So, we are 1-1 one one rubber match next year. Uh, but it does feel good to win. I'll have my speech next segment. No, you'll have it in the third segment. Oh, Start third segment? Third okay, segment. yeah. I'll have my speech in the third segment. Um, I'll take my victory lap there. But <laughs> it does feel
0: good nonetheless. And that's a miss for Luke. I um, um, have yeah, lost this year. It, uh... You no, know, the cards didn't fall our way. I'll, I'll kind of give a brief loser speech, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Um, what's going on? Yeah. Because I don't want to be like, in the same segment as you with yeah. the speeches. Because like I want. Yeah, so. you get your own segment. You're like a peasant, you know. Yeah. <laughs> you do um, it now, all right. Uh, I don't want to hear. I beat you by just about as much last year, so I don't about feel what, like three, too three bad. Weeks? I, three weeks, and I think I mean I haven't even looked here. I look now. So
1: now at this point, now I have to now I have to just try to rub it in.
0: Yeah. So what? That's, uh, that's five and nine. You beat me by four.
1: Right now, but at the end of the year, we'll see. We're still going to keep track. Maybe you can at yeah, least make it.
0: I can make it. I can score some garbage time points. Pull a pull a DAC. You know, get some momentum going into next year.
1: Hey, we're going to try
0: uh, <laughs> rally you the don't troops. Wanna, you
1: don't want to lose spirit in the locker room, you know. No,
0: uh, we have to keep morale high. Uh, get back in the weight room early this year. And start start training. Start prep for next year. But that's about all I can say. It's been a it's been a gloomy year. I haven't won back to back weeks yet. So that's okay. We'll see what happens.
1: Deep, deep breath, you'll be all right. No, that's that's all we got for uh, hits and misses there. What, going into finish finishing up week fourteen, going into week fifteen, yeah. a week where we have three games on Saturday. Obviously, we will be, we will be predicting that in the third segment. Uh, next segment, though, we're gonna have our top ten NFL teams. Yeah, that's gonna be good. Now that we're getting down to, it, we're probably gonna do that every week, every other week, somewhere around there, just because everything is so crazy right now. It's the NFL um, in December, we're going into January or so. Uh, yeah. yeah, come back next segment. We'll have our top ten NFL teams. All right, segment two on a Thursday, December fifteenth. Uh, we got one game tonight, obviously. Then we got three games on Saturday. Yeah, um, more football. The happier I am. So I mean, if you can have NFL on more days than normal, I'm okay with it. Hundred um, percent fine with it. Now I have four days where uh, I can watch NFL football, and that's that's the beauty of the NFL. They now, they now own three days, and this week they own a fourth. So Yeah, and and they own any
0: day they want, whenever they want to schedule a game, too. They just know it. People yeah, are going to watch. People yeah. are going to turn on the TVs. It's the most interesting sport that you can watch. If there was a Friday night game, you'd watch it. I'd yes. watch it, 100%. Friday night games would be awesome.
1: Yeah, it'd be, it'd be, pretty, cool. It'd be pretty cool.
0: Except that would take away a little bit from high school football, because...
1: Like, yeah, yeah. You get,
0: you get the people that aren't as passionate that are right. like, well, they're playing, and I'll just right. stay home and watch that. Right,
1: that's fair. <laughs> um, all right, so normally we like to do it every four weeks. Uh, towards the end of the year, we start doing it either every week or every other week just to kind of, um, just because of the fluctuations and how important each game is now yeah. going forward and what it tells us about the team. So here's our top 10 teams going into week 15. Number 10, let's go with the Patriots. Um, I'm not sure I love them offensively still. I think Mac Jones has gotten better in the past couple weeks. He's played a lot better. Um, Ramondre Stevenson's banged up, so he, when he comes back to be able to run the football better as well. But at the end of the day, their special teams is fantastic and their defense is fantastic. Yep. Um, and I think situationally, their offense is getting better, like I said. Mac Jones is playing a lot better. Um, and I and I just trust Bill Belichick going forward. Hey, you, like, I mean, w- their schedule, it, it's not bad going forward.
0: If and you you look—you have to bet on the better coach and the better I don't even want to say quarter – you do have to bet on the better quarterback. Mac Jones scares me a little bit, but the safety net of Bill Belichick, I feel like, is enough. So, I mean, going forward, you have the Raiders, which
1: their offense is good, but that's – I mean, it's Derek Carr. Like, I would take Belichick's defense over Derek Carr. Yes. I don't love their matchup against against the Bengals. But then you have Tua coming up on January 1st going to Foxborough. That's going to be cold. I'll take the Patriots there. And then you go to Buffalo. That's uh, you know probably not a game you win, but there's two more wins the rest of the way. You're already what seven and six, so you're looking at like a nine and eight. Right. Um, which will probably be good enough to get you into the playoffs. Good defense, good head coach. Patriots at ten. Let's go with the Dolphins at nine. Uh, I think they're slightly better. I agree. Just because of it's an offensive league and their offense is better. And plus, I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt here because they've been really, really banged up in some key positions. Um, Wide receivers, they've been banged up. Offensive line has had some injuries. Secondary's had some injuries. So they're going to start getting a lot healthier, even pass rush. Bradley Chubb's been in and out of the lineup. So whenever they start to get a little more healthy, I can see them ripping off a couple more wins. uh, And I do trust their offense overall. I think, like I said, it's been tough with injuries, but I think overall it's a good offense.
0: And I think, too, has shown us that he can do enough. Uh, He absolutely can do enough. And, um, you know, he doesn't. He plays mistake-free football for the most part. You don't really see him with any like huge turnovers and key mm. moments. Um, so yeah, the Dolphins at nine, a lot of sense.
1: That's with the Chargers at number eight. Um, quite frankly, we just saw him play, and I think the Chargers look significantly better. And the, the reasoning is is because they have Justin Herbert. They have the better quarterback. Now, if Miami's fully healthy, I think it's a different story. I think we, we'd have a longer discussion about who's better there. But I think when you have Justin Herbert, who's significantly better than Tua, yet you, you have to be higher on the list. Yeah. Um, and also, they're starting to get healthy. Keenan Allen's back and looking really, really good. Uh, Mike Williams is back and healthy. Hopefully, he can stay in the lineup. They now have a couple backs emerging. They have, what, that uh, Isaiah Spiller is emerging. as a really, really nice back. Pine Eckler. Uh, that Kelly from... From UCLA, so they have a couple of nice backs that are emerging, and you're starting to get healthy on the perimeter, and of course Justin Herbert. So, big factor, there. Yeah. big factor. Uh, number seven, I think the Vikings with a slight edge over the Chargers because of their playmakers. I trust Justin Jefferson, Adam Thielen, Dalvin oh, absolutely, Cook yeah. more than I trust most other weapon rooms. Uh, now I don't feel great about Kirk Cousins, especially in prime time, but at the end of the day, he's still, he's still going to put up his you know big boy football right Uh, pass rating in the in the mid to high 90s yeah he's going to throw for almost two touchdowns a game maybe a pick here and there but overall he's a mistake-free quarterback that's going to get the ball to the playmakers when he needs to I mean their offense didn't lose that game their defense is what is what's keeping them from being higher on the list they can't stop a
0: nosebleed on the back end right and it it is so weird to me that that's kind of Kirk Cousins' Kryptonite is a primetime game. It's like that's big so strange because big he is games. such a good, reliable quarterback. Like ninety percent of the time, right? And then you flip over and you look at those ones, and especially against like bigger opponents, where you kind of have to be that guy, right? A lot of times, just he's not.
1: Like when he played the Cowboys, who are at number six. I think first of all, their defense is a lot better than anybody that we've talked to uh, or talked about uh, on the list below them, yeah. and I also. I don't love Dak, but I trust him more than Kirk Cousins. Um, I think he's better than two, and I think he's better than Mac Jones, right? So I think he's a very competent quarterback with really nice weapons, especially with Michael Gallup, uh, you know, getting healthy, right? You have two good backs, two good receivers. The offensive line's improving, and the defense—that's top top three, probably. It's probably a top uh, three defense. I think you're looking at like, absolutely, especially up front. Probably, probably the Niners, the Cowboys, and the Patriots. Yeah,
0: those are the three best right now. I would say. I would say so. Yeah. And especially you can't run on this team. You can you cannot run against Dallas this year. Um, well, they rotate like seven defensive linemen and being able to have Micah Parsons is huge. All right. Number five, let's go with the Niners because I think
1: they're better on defense and I like their weapons better. Uh, you know, McCaffrey, I don't know when Debo is coming back. If he will, it was, didn't look like a good injury, but even without him, McCaffrey, Ayuk, Kittle. Uh, I, I mean, you have all right, two good backs, three good receivers that are competent. An all-time tight end, uh, a really, really nice top five, uh, top ten offensive line, and Brock Purdy's good enough to distribute the ball to those weapons. Yeah, one hundred percent. He's he's accurate enough. He's on time. He's in rhythm. He knows the offense. Did it look any different than a
0: Jimmy G game? No, it didn't. Look no different. Look no different to me. He was able to. I, uh, that's another one of those offenses we talk about them from time to time where they're not quarterback dependent. You can basically just add and drop any quarterback you want into there. I think we were talking about uh, that with the Ravens. Yes. Yeah, which you saw with, this weekend. With, they had a third string quarterback. With Huntley in. and then Lamar and then who was the, the uh, third Anthony guy? Brown. That's Anthony it. Anthony Brown. Yeah.
1: Um, first NFL action out of they order all,
0: look, all three of them look like exact duplicates of each other how they play yeah. the game. Absolutely. Crazy. I mean
1: obviously like Lamar's better. Obviously Tyler Huntley's better than, than, than Anthony Brown. There's there's a slight step There's down.
0: definitely a tier system in right. that one. Like but. Jimmy
1: G is better than Purdy. He's more experienced. He's been around but it's not a massive. It's not gap. night and day. No, it's, it's not, not night and day. Um, all right, let's go with number four, the Bills. I think their offense. Um, I don't know if I want to say it. it's like they have a better. Their high end is a lot better. Yeah. Uh, than the Niners, especially offensively. Right. Whenever they get rolling, I mean, look, Josh Allen in in the last two games against the Patriots last year did not punt. They didn't punt once. Right. So it's like the
0: efficiency of that
1: offense. Even a really really good defensive coach and a good defense. Could not make Josh Allen in that offense punt for eight quarters. Crazy. I mean, and they still have a good defense. When Matt Milano plays the the stud uh, inside linebacker that they have, they get Tredavious White back. Jordan Poyer's getting healthy. So, I mean, that's a a good defense, and an even better offense. Uh, And then they have Josh Allen, so they're at four. Yeah. Let's go with the Chiefs at three. Number one scoring offense. Uh, The nice thing about them that I think elevates them above Buffalo is they can run the football at times when they need to. Um, I would have liked to see him do it a little bit more this weekend once they got to the bigger lead against Denver. But besides the fact uh, that they won. Um, but, yeah, they they can run the football when they want it to. They still have Patrick Mahomes. Their weapons are a lot better than people think. Uh, you still have Travis Kelsey. I worry about the defense, but whenever they can generate a pass rush, which is about every other game, they'll get a really, really nice pass rush. Yeah, takes when a they a lot do, of pressure off. Absolutely. When they do, that looks like a completely different defense.
0: It does. Uh, the secondary guys don't have to cover nearly as long. It's right. It's perfect for them.
1: Right, let's go number two, uh the Bengals. I think right now, situationally, they're a little bit better than the Chiefs. Nobody's better on third down in the league than Joe Burrow right now. And hey, they beat them. And yeah, of course they just beat them. Uh, and I do think they run the football better. You have two backs now that can that can really grind you down as a defense, right? Mixon's big and physical. P Ryan's big, physical, can move. Um, and let's not forget about like
0: the addition to these often or just the the level of play of the offensive line, I guess. It's gotten and a how lot how much better. better it has been. It's a lot better. Uh, if you would have told me that Cincinnati would be able to generate a run game like this at the oh, start I've of the season. I would have told you you're crazy. You would have been, yeah. That, that would have sounded nuts. But now you're able to see them be a two-dimensional offense. Joe Burrow has options. It's perfect for Cincinnati right now.
1: I think that defense is underrated, too. They made they made Deshaun look stupid. Granted, I'll give Deshaun uh, you know, a couple more games. He, he just, you know, two games into coming back from right. like two years off. So I'll give them the benefit of that. But that's a legit defense. That's a legit – I'm not saying they're top eight, but are they top 12? Probably. Probably 11 or 12. Yeah. That's good enough when your offense is one or two in the league. Right. All uh, right, number one, though, the Eagles. Uh, I think the they can win multiple ways, right? We've seen them with Jalen Hurts go out and throw four touchdowns. We've seen Miles Sanders go off for one 180 yards on the ground, and they only have 150 yards in the air. Right. They can win multiple ways. We've seen their defense win. They uh, won in prime time against uh, Kirk Cousins and the Vikings. Right, yeah. Their defense had like three picks. They won them that game. Right, So they can win multiple ways. I think uh, they, they might be the deepest roster. They have two or three good backs. They can rotate six linemen in there. Uh, they have two good DBs, two good safeties. The yep. linebackers are good. I, I mean, they have what, four wide receivers that I think – could be a top two wide out on any other team. I mean, that's ridiculous. This
0: team, you just don't know how to defend them. You don't know how to prepare to play them at all because you shut one, you know their game down. Sure, shut the run down. Right, Dallas, it doesn't matter. Dallas can shut the run down, yeah. sure. Jalen can still throw the ball. Jalen's still shifty. He'll get out of the pocket. He'll make things yeah. happen. Uh, you have a lot of weapons downfield. You yeah. have uh, A.J. Brown. So, yeah. You know, he leads the league in pass
1: rating. Right so, I mean, like they can, they can go air raid if they want to. Yeah, But I think the base of their team is a play action, you know, run first system. And it's really, really nice when you can, when you can kind of complement off that with Jalen hurts. And then they've been able to do that this year. So they're at number one on our top 10 NFL teams heading into week 15. Let's kind of go over those number 10 Patriots, nine dolphins, eight chargers at number seven. We have the Vikings, six, the Cowboys, five, the Niners four, the bills, three
0: chiefs, two Bengals. And at number one, the Eagles. Yeah. Um, I mean, the crazy part about this list is that it's going to look entirely different in two weeks when we do it again. 100%.
1: I like would imagine. To be. <laughs> here's my prediction. I think I think the Chiefs will be one, Bengals two, Eagles three, Niners four, Bills five. I could see it. I think that's how the top five is going to shake up. I think the Cowboys are going to drop to seven.
0: I think the Chargers could come up. Chargers yeah, you could think? come up for sure. Yeah. Chargers are,
1: if they rip off a win streak, I think they could. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. Um,. Well, I guess let's get into some news here. Uh, this is our first kind of news segment we've done in a while. But about a year uh, probably. Yeah, I think we gotta we gotta bring it back for the people. So, you know, let's get into the news. All right, we'll start with story number one. Kenny Pickett goes down with a concussion. What was that, like first or second quarter yeah. of the game this this past Sunday against the Ravens in their 16-14 loss at home? They then turned to back up Mitch Trubisky. That did not work out well. Three red zone interceptions from Trubisky. If you're the Steelers going forward, what do you do? Do you make the switch to Rudolph? Do you stick it out with Trubisky another week? Depending on when Pickett comes back, what is your solution at a quarterback?
0: The first thing I I'm gonna I'm gonna keep Trubisky as a starter, right? You're paying him to be a pretty decently paid backup, yeah. and he was the starter for a little bit. Right. Yeah, this was a bad outing. Normally we don't see that performance from him. That that has kind of been out of the norm for this season and not to mention he's kind of been just really methodical outside of this last week. Yeah, um, he hasn't been terrible. No, he he just week. we don't get big shots with him and the offense seems to be a little bit lackluster. I would just start him. I look, if you're the Steelers at this point, you'd have to scrap this season. You're you're not going to battle to get into the playoffs. I like it. it so, ca- chalk is a win. I like what we saw from Kenny Pickett. Uh, yeah, one hundred percent. Well, we don't. We, he might still come back.
1: It's a concussion, so probably what two games, a yes, game or
0: two. Yes, but I would roll with Mitch. I wouldn't touch Mason Rudolph. I wouldn't even give him a, so, a breath of starting time. Really? Yes. See, I'm on, I'll,
1: I'll I'll play devil's advocate here. What do you th- do? You think start him? Maybe he looks good. Maybe you can get like a, oh. a sixth or a seventh for him. He looked good this preseason. People were talking about giving up like a fourth round pick for him going into the year. I mean, if you can, which maybe, I was nuts, If but.
0: you think that you can, maybe, maybe get, like get something for him, like a seventh. Maybe. I mean, I, I don't. I don't even know if it's worth it though. Because at this point, just just roll with what you have. You have Mitch. He's going to be your backup. Yeah, he looked bad. Let him look bad. It's Mr. Trubisky. We kind of expected things to go this way at some That's point. Fair. Yeah. Um, so I, I would just ride it out with Mitch, and then wait till Kenny comes back and give him the keys. That's fair. So uh, the the struggling Atlanta
1: Falcons, on story number two, struggling Atlanta Falcons have benched quarterback Marcus Mariota in favor of Desmond Ritter, the rookie out of Cincinnati. Uh, a little bit more dynamic, a little bit uh, arms, a little bit more impressive. Plus, we don't know really what we have in them, so I think it's interesting. What are your thoughts regarding
0: the change at quarterback in Atlanta? I think if it works, it's the smartest decision they've made, right? Yeah, so, so yeah. They go, you give your quarterback on forward. Yes, and you're at least going to see what you have with him now getting into later season football the intensity's turned up a little right, bit right it, you're going to be able to tell if he's a guy or not right 100%, um, and 100%. I, I think Mariota, we kind of already know what he is and we know where his ceiling is desmond we haven't looked into him at all yet so being able to see him going forward is going to be i think the best thing for the atlanta falcons not just for like week to week coming up but just right. for overall outlook for the organization.
1: I actually liked him a lot coming out of Cincinnati. I thought that it was a quarterback that the Steelers should have looked at. If they didn't, like my take was we we probably should have went lineman or like like a supplementary, a yeah. supplemental sorry, piece around the quarterback position, maybe lineman. Like I liked Linderbaum a out. lot. Um, and then maybe go quarterback later. Of course, we, we all know that we took Kenny Pickett first round instead. But in my mind, I thought, we should, like I said, we should have went Linderbaum and then a quarterback like Ritter in the sure. second or third round. I think we could have got him probably close to the third round. Um, I think that would have been an interesting an interesting dynamic. So I, I liked him a lot coming out. I'm excited to watch him. Yeah, it should be good. Story number three here. Uh, the WNBA player Brittany Griner is uh, back from her little extended stay in Russia. it is. Uh, as she got arrested for smuggling a little dope across the border. <laughs> um, traded her for an arms dealer. So on the bright side, it seems like the Pirates are not the only ones getting fleeced in trades. Them Ugh. in the U.S. have a lot in common. Look, all I'm saying... Probably not a good move. Probably not a good move. Um, I don't really care to watch the w- WNBA. Don't really care to discuss it all that much. But it's certainly a, a noteworthy topic here in the sports world. So, what are your
0: thoughts? Um, I think this might be the first time we've mentioned this league on this show. Uh, but it's... a fitting time. Yeah, probably. Uh, so, uh, look, I don't know. I, the trade was horrific. And I, I, the argument coming from the other side where it's, well, an American's an American. Well, mm. sure. But, mm. I mean... She She's kind of publicly spoken out about how much she hates the country and then uh, right. reluctantly let back in and seemed like she uh, couldn't wait to get here. So,
1: she must not hate it as much
0: as she thought she did. But anyway, interesting situation. I don't approve of, you know, maybe not somebody such high profile as somebody that was plotting and conspiring to kill Americans would be a, a little yeah. bit... Yeah, I Better. think it's I think it's more than a political issue. I think
1: it's more of like a human safety issue. Yeah, That's, that was like, that was my
0: argument. I'm like, no I, matter who makes the call, it's right, still a I don't horrific care. call. Yeah, I
1: don't care who makes the call; it's a bad call. But uh, is what it is. Story number four: The Yankees are expected to make a push for Carlos Rodon and Carlos Correa. We'll see. I guarantee they don't land either of them, but <laughs> who knows? Uh, let me paint you a picture: here. the years 2030, 2035, you know, somewhere around there. The Yankees have a higher payroll than the rest of the league combined. Do they still get bounced in the first round, you think? Probably. Yeah. I mean, it's the Yankees. Sure. I mean,
0: I, the thing is, the home run equation is never going to work. It's I've never it going to be sustainable. Times. A thousand times. It's never going to be sustainable. I don't care who you bring in. I don't care how many home runs they hit a year. Like you say, time and time again... Home runs do not equal strikeouts.
1: Or they don't, they don't cancel out or, strikeouts. Yeah, they don't, they don't cancel out strikeouts. Walks. So getting
0: on base because striking out is not the equivalent to hitting a home run.
1: <laughs> I agree. And <laughs> and my argument has always been, that's great to hit a home run. Go look at how many of their home runs were solo shots. A lot of them. Because the people in front of the, the guy who ends up hitting the home run are striking out as opposed to walking. So say those people, I, I have no idea how many home runs they hit. I don't even feel like looking it up right now. Make it a nice even number. Let's go 500. Say they hit 500 home runs a season. I don't know if it's right or not. Say I don't. I would imagine 350 of them were solo shots. So of those 350, imagine if of the people that how many times did somebody strike out right before them? I will go with 200. I think these are all reasonable numbers. I'll go with 200. Of those 200, if half of them would have walked. Half of them, if half of them were to walk, that's 100 home runs that now at least double in value. At bare minimum, double in value.
0: Yeah. Yes. And the, the fact that you have no ducks on the pond per se. Nobody. You're not yeah. hitting anybody in. Not hitting anybody uh-huh. in one singular rbi you know swing of the bat. there is situational baseball and being able to play small ball as people call it and right. that is the biggest part of the game inside the game is knowing how to strategically get guys on and move guys around the diamond getting them yep. into scoring position uh, onto second and third base and being able to get them home uh, right. it's a strategic part of the game the yankees seem like they don't have any of it if you can make the ball fly out of the yard welcome to new york you're a yankee yep um it has not. We'll it, we see. have not seen success from it, so.
1: I agree. I agree. I don't think it works out. Um, but hey, what do I know? I don't know. I've just been right about them for the last like five years. So yeah. we'll see if that keeps going. Um, that's all we have for the news here, and that's all we have for the second segment. When we come back, we will have our predictions and kind of sprinkled in there also our bets on a budget, hoping to rebound from an awful week. Uh, and then we will have, of course, another rant, little rant slash discussion there to uh, to finish it off. So uh, don't go anywhere.
0: What's up? We are back. It is the third segment on Thursday, December 15th. Crazy. Uh, Flying through the month of December now. Getting into later season football. Um, Feels good. Uh, Getting closer to playoffs and looking at how it's all going to shake out and who's going to come out on top, who's going to grab those last couple spots. Uh, for the wild card, or just I guess all the playoff races are kind of tight, um, pretty much around the league, except for I guess two three divisions where it's kind of yeah. I mean, like you have your NFC, you have your
1: Well, yeah. I mean, here's here's actually what's funny is there's a tire fire of a race going on in the NFC. Does anybody want it? Doesn't really look like it. I'm not sure. Maybe is Carolina the best team it, in the division right now? It looks right like now? you
0: can't even give it out right now.
1: Is Carolina the best team in that division right now? They might be. They might be.
0: Which is sad to say, because I don't think they are remotely close. No, to I don't being think. Good. I don't think
1: anyone's any of the teams. I don't think are good. Here's I will say though, if the Saints are the worst team in the division, could be worse. At least they have a good defense. Yeah. Yeah. Like they, it. It could be
0: worse. It could be. Uh, but this segment will be good. We will have all of Week 15 predictions and bets, uh, along with those predictions. But first. Yes, but first, please. People, let's, let's act like we have producers. Producers, yes. can we can we can we cue the sound? Yeah,
1: yeah. Cue the sound. Okay, we got it. Cue the sound. Thank you, thank you, <laughs> thank you. I'll tip 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 the hat. Thank you, everybody. Thank you that's right I am your 2022 2023 season predictions champion I'd like to take this opportunity to thank my father he's taught me everything I need to know about football actually that's a lie. I think I know more about him at this point but he did he did teach me a lot at the beginning um I'd like to I'd like to thank uh my my youth football coaches from back in the day when I was in like second and third grade, who were also your coaches. <laughs> so I don't know what happened. You might not have absorbed enough knowledge there, but it feels good to to get a win here. And uh, honestly, the only thing I can say, you know, in in full athlete answer here, right? On to next year. Yeah. On to next year. We hey. we got we got to look to improve. Um, I think we played well, but I think in spots, uh, obviously there's always room to improve um so just going to go hit the film hit it hard and uh look to improve on for next year and uh maybe yeah. maybe go undefeated.
0: Uh, undefeated. That would be uh that would be spectacular. You'd have how many weeks in a row would you have to, you, 17, 17 No. A, oh, oh, in a row it would be nine yeah. weeks in a row till that Yeah, yeah. So I mean, hey, that that's a tall task. But uh no, yeah, you got the best of me this year. Um, it feels good. Uh, On to next year. We are now tied one-to-one in predictions. They are not over yet, though. We have week 15 of the NFL coming up this or, uh, <laughs> starting tonight on Thursday. Uh, so let's get to predicting them.
1: All right, let's start with uh, the first one. 49ers at Seahawks tonight. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and take the Niners. Now, I did pause for a second because it is in Seattle a uh, young quarterback that hasn't played much going on the road, right? Remember, he came in at home. He started against Tampa at home, right? So going on the road to Seattle might be a little chilly. I'm not saying it's not normally like warm up there in in, no. uh, in December or January, right? So it's going to be a tougher game. But at the end of the day, I don't trust Geno Smith under the pressure that the Niners defense can put on a quarterback. Yes. Under that pressure, I don't trust him to, to deliver. I'll take the Niners
0: by like a field goal. 100% agree. I, yeah, I, mean, I don't see the Niners losing. They they have so much momentum right now, and the way they are able to shut down every single offense they play against, yeah. it, it speaks volumes. All right, let's go with the Colts at the Vikings. I think the Vikings are a little undervalued here, given that uh,
1: you know they have lost I think two of their last three. Uh, but the Colts are a bad they're a bad football team, point blank. I don't think they they can't. First of all, their defense is banged up, so they're, they're not very good right now, which has been the strength of their team previously. Yeah. Um, and I don't know who's going to start a quarterback. Is it Matt Ryan? And if so, how many picks is he going to throw? Uh, they haven't been able to run the ball consistently. Their protection's not good. I'm Vikings here all the way. Yeah,
0: Vikings. Uh, also, not sure why there's not an over under on uh, interceptions for for Matt Ryan. For that Matt would be Ryan. a good line to take. Because if it's anything, if Ryan, it's like two or three, I'm taking the over. Bet
1: uh, wait, it'd probably be like it'd probably be like a half an interception. Were, yeah, but we're like realistically, half,
0: but. Uh, I mean, like, there's probably a bet for, like
1: Matt Ryan to throw two plus interceptions. I would, I would actually hit that. I would I,
0: hammer that line.
1: It's a good, it's a good, good thing to look for. I don't know, maybe. Uh, let's go with the Ravens at the Browns here. So we're split on this one. You're gonna go ahead and take the Ravens. I'm not sure the health of any of their quarterbacks. Um, so I'm gonna take the Browns at home. They're actually favored by two and a half, which is an interesting line. But I think, I think them being at home, Nick Chubb being able to run the football a little bit. Um, and it, and Deshaun at home, or maybe he can find a little bit of rhythm. I'll go with the Browns. I don't feel great about it just because it's the Browns. Yeah. Uh, but I right now with all the injuries to to Baltimore, do the Browns have a better roster? I
0: think it, it's got to be close. Yes, um, I'm gonna go ahead and take Baltimore. I just think we have said multiple times now so we have it's an offense where they are not dependent on their quarterback whatsoever you can swap guys in and out and these three quarterbacks are almost identical in the way that they play so I don't think it's gonna the quarterback position itself hurt their offense as much definitely not going to be as efficient with as they would be with Lamar um, but I think they're going to be able to do enough and at the end of the day it's Cleveland also Are the Ravens the most unlucky team in the league? They get plagued by injury, it seems like, every single year. They've had the roster to win it now for, like, three or four years, and they just have not been able to escape injury when it comes to, like, the last couple weeks. Here's something
1: that's interesting. Look at their style, though. Their physical, running, you know, run-centric team. Sure. Look at San Francisco as well. Physical, run-centric team. They're always banged up, too. Maybe there's something to, like, those practices or whatever. I don't know. I don't know. I um, us go with the Dolphins at the Bills here. We're both going to take the Bills, but this brings us to our first bet of the week. So the Dolphins are plus 7.5, right? So you're going to get the hook towards Buffalo, which means Dolphins can only lose by a touchdown. They'd be all right. Yeah. So we, the hook's on our side here. Um, you're <laughs> getting points on a good team, right? So a, anytime you get get points on a good team, you got to be a little bit happy about that. Plus they beat buffalo the first time no i don't feel great if it being in buffalo um but seven and a half points is a lot of points for a divisional game it that's is. a lot of points that's a, that's a ton
0: I, I see it being a very very close game
1: plus scoring right now is down in the nfl which means points are more valuable and that that that's a lot of points that's a lot of valuable points to be on the table in yeah. a divisional matchup yes all right, next one here, Falcons at the Saints. We're both going to go ahead and take the Saints. Falcons are starting Desmond Ritter. I think he'll end up being an okay quarterback. I think he's relatively talented. Um, but in his first start on, I'm the not road, on, him, no. on the road in New Orleans, that's a that's a hornet's nest to go into. It is.
0: No part of that. No, no part of that. Um, yeah, I, I think he'll be good, too. It's just not his time to yeah. uh, to really step up into the spotlight right now.
1: Let's go Cowboys at the Jags. Um, we're both going to go ahead and take the Cowboys here. This brings us to our second bet. Um, you'll see a lot of the money is on uh, Dallas. So yeah. take Dallas minus five. Look, um, The Jags are on a little bit of a heater right now, but it's mostly been through the air. Well, what does uh, Dallas do best? Kind of mostly through their pass rush is neutralize the air rate attack. They're only letting up like 190 yards through the air, maybe even less, maybe even be closer to 150. Uh, they're, they're allowing under 200 yards passing per game, which is, I think, third in the league right now like that's that's a good defense against the pass so i think they're gonna have to run the football and i don't think they're gonna be able to so i'll take dallas by like a touchdown
0: yeah i like dallas too i I was saying it before we started recording this um you know since when have we seen the jaguars go out and play great football two weeks in a row uh we'll see doesn't happen much we'll see a nice little a little pop one week and then the next week they kind of retreat back in uh to normal jacksonville ways uh and i don't think it's going to be enough to to beat, you know, a Dallas team. This team is is too well oiled. It's uh, they are firing on all cylinders right now. So I agree.
1: Um, all right, I'll take the Eagles at the Bears. Let's go with the Eagles in that one. I mean. The Bears ain't winning that game. It's the Bears. It's all nothing, nothing else to say. Our Chiefs at the Texans. Uh, we're also going to take the Chiefs here. So this is one of my stay away games as well. Like big spreads, I usually stay away from. Yeah. Minus fourteen. That's a lot of. That's a lot of points. That is. Crazy. And, and part of me wants to, wants to bet the dog, right? Plus fourteen, Houston. Yeah. I mean, come on. Like it's the NFL. They're professional athletes. They see a line like that. Like, like last week, they were like sixteen at Dallas. They should have won that game, right? They only lost by four. So part of me wants to take the Texans, but I can't go to bed that night knowing I'm betting on the Texans. I can't do it. That's I can't tough. do it. I can't do it. So stay away game for me, but I will take the Chiefs to win.
0: I'll take Chiefs too, but the, way too many points. That's a call spread. Yeah. Leave that for for college football. Yeah.
1: Um, all right, Steelers at the Panthers. This is another one we're split on. You're going to go ahead and take the Steelers. I'll take the Panthers. I don't know who I'm getting at quarterback for the Steelers, and if it's not Kenny Pickett, I don't like our chances. <laughs> um, and I think uh, if you can get Carolina – I think right now, so on Fox bet, it's minus two, and we use Fox bet for most of our lines, so we'll stick with that. Uh, Carolina minus two, I think that's a good line. Yeah. Um, especially because you're, you know, you're covered by a field goal, so that, that works out. And uh, I, I just, I, I, I don't know what I'm getting with the Steelers. At least I know Sam Darnold is competent.
0: Yeah, and I don't like the Steelers secondary, but you know they usually find a way to hang around in these type of games. And that's true maybe you know we got chris boswell back so do we you know feel he was activated last week nice uh so you know if we need a last second field goal from 65 yards yeah. we got that good and, I like uh, that. yeah no but for for betting purposes though i do like carolina minus two um, get
1: decent value there so yes absolutely all right let's go with the lions at the jets you like the lions i'll take the jets here i think at home They're going to muddy this game up. They're going to run the football. It's probably not going to be great weather. Jared Goff outside in poor weather, I don't trust. Um, And like I said, the Jets are going to muddy it up. They're probably going to cause a turnover. They're going to run the football. They're going to be brutal to play. They're physical. I don't feel great about it because the Lions at any moment could pop off for 40. It's always a possibility.
0: Yeah, and so I'm guessing that's why you're taking the Lions. Yeah, Yeah, their big playability is kind of crazy. Amon Ross St. Brown is one of the – top receiver. That I haven't He's been seen, really really good. <laughs> I haven't seen much better play from the receiver position than He's been really he's been really really good. Yeah, he has been very impressive and you know that whole team in general has just kind of impressed me a lot this season. We talked about it in the first segment. So, yeah, I'll take I'll take Detroit. Fair. Let's go Cardinals at the Broncos. I I'll take the Broncos. I don't know why, really. I just think the
1: Cardinals are that bad. Uh, Plus, the Broncos showed a little bit of fight towards the end there, and I don't know who's going to start. So, Russ left with, like, you know, concussion-like symptoms, got got his bell rung a little bit, and Brett ripping, ripening, whatever, came in and actually delivered the ball pretty well. And uh, it's weird. It seemed like they enjoyed playing for him a little bit more. I hate saying that. It seemed like there was some, like, energy when he came in from the team. Um... I so I, if he starts, I I don't really care who starts really, but if he does, I think the energy about him at home, I I don't know, I think they steal a game here.
0: Yeah, I mean maybe Russell voice has kind of gone stale in the locker room. I think the yeah, first day a it was stale, man. Yeah.
1: All right, let's go with the Patriots at the Raiders. Um, <laughs> we'll both take the Patriots. I don't really feel great about it. I just at this point, I'll take Belichick over Derek Carr. Yes, I'm not sure I trust Derek Carr, um, and I and I like him and I, I, I like Derek Carr but I don't trust about 98% of the league against Belichick so something no, against so. him it's just it, it's the reality of it and Mac Jones has been playing really well recently he's been doing enough he has, he's been doing enough the running game starting to get better so i he's been good the past couple of weeks in Arizona and then, and then um, on what on Monday so I, I'll take the Patriots don't like I said don't feel great about it but whatever yep uh, Bengals at the Bucks. We're both going to take the Bengals. The Bucs can't score. Um, and that Bengals defense is underrated. The Bucs aren't going to score many points.
0: And that running game in Cincinnati is just carrying. Yeah. Yeah. Uh,
1: Titans at the Chargers. We're both going to take the Chargers here. A more talented football team. Uh, I would say a more well rounded football team. They don't run the football as, uh, as much as I would prefer. Uh, but Tennessee can't throw it. And at, and at this point in the league, 2022 NFL football, you have to You be able have to throw. throw. You have to throw. And uh, so I'll, I'll take Justin Herbert. And at home, too. Oh, yeah. Uh, our Giants at Commanders. This is a coin flip game, but I think the Commanders have more talent. Point blank. So I'll go with the Commanders. They 100% And they're, at home. they're, and they're at home. Yeah, they 100% have yeah. more
0: talent, and yeah. especially on the defensive side of the football. Right.
1: Better receivers. Yeah, I think a, I think a better defense, especially in the front seven. Yes. Um, and right now I like Taylor Heineke better than Daniel Jones.
0: I think so, too. Daniel Jones has been super inconsistent.
1: Next five years, who would you rather have, Heineke or Dan Jones? Heineke, I think so too.
0: Right, I think, I think he's football. a gamer.
1: Monday Night Football. Wait, have I been forgetting bets? No. Okay. Oh yeah, yeah. All right. Awesome. I almost forgot that one. Uh, Commanders minus four and a half. Um, I just the Giants aren't a good football team, and the Commanders being at home,
0: love that. Love that. Yeah, that's going to be big for them.
1: Love that. Um, and I think they're coming off a bye too, which is even better. Right, let's go with the Rams at the Packers. Uh, we're both thinking about the Packers. Yeah, yeah I mean, the Rams they're are at that home. bad. Well, they're at home. And, like, let's – I do think it's cool. We'll talk about this here in a little bit, and it's actually going to be kind of like a perfect segue. I don't mind Baker with the Rams, but let's not act like they didn't suck all night until the last drive. The last two drives, other than that, they were awful to watch. Yeah, they weren't. Could right. not get anything going. Two drives. Made a little bit of magic. Okay. That was not the normal all night. No. That, not at all.
0: Like, I don't think that's a good offense. I know people were like,
1: oh, I don't know, Baker, uh, they could work. You know, yeah, he showed on the flashes the road. at the end
0: of the game. But, I mean, if you if you checked the stats and you were watching the game for any bit more than just that final drive, uh, you would have seen that Baker's completion percentage was like barely 50% for it a while. It wasn't good. Yeah, it wasn't and, good. And uh, their offense was anemic. They finally got a little bit of momentum at the end, and the Raiders right. let them back in that game. The Raiders had a bunch of key first downs so they couldn't pick up. Right. That's why that happened. So we'll take the Packers at home, and also the under on
1: 39-and-a-half prime-time unders. I'm not getting fooled by another prime-time <laughs>
0: under here. So You're not taking the over
1: yet? No, 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 especially not with these offenses. So we'll go prime-time under with the Rams at the Packers. It's 39-and-a-half right now on Fox Bets. We Roll with that. All right,
0: well, so what was that list of bets?
1: Yeah, we'll run back through that again. So we got Miami plus 7.5 against the Bills. We got the Cowboys going to Jacksonville minus 5. The Panthers at home minus 2 over the Steelers. The Commanders at home minus 4 over the Giants. And then finally, under 39.5 in the Rams at Packers. Good. Uh, so, like I said, talking about, talking about the Rams and Packers, uh, Baker will be getting the start
0: under center. At Lambeau, that's that has um, it was just bad written all over it. I don't think that's going to be the most suitable environment for a Baker Mayfield in L.A.
1: Right. So so Baker and and the Rams go to Lambeau, um, prime time Monday Night Football standalone game, which is is weird they didn't flex it out. But I guess probably because they're both not very good, so it should still be like a competitive game. Yeah. Um, I don't I don't like Baker on the road at Green Bay primetime in the cold. So, I've said before, and I've tried to be relatively fair with Baker. I mean, I don't like him. I don't think he's very good. Yeah. I don't think he's super likable. He's a root for at all. But I have been fair. Like, whenever he, um, like whenever I saw that ball at the two-yard line and I saw the Raiders grittying a punt, like, I actually rooted for Baker for a hot second. I was like, come on, it would be cool for him to drive down yes. and and uh, you know and, and win the game. I think it would be cool. So, I'm fair when it comes to Baker. Still don't like him. And going into this game, I got to be realistic about it. I don't think on the road against a defense who, yes, they've been underwhelming, but that's a talented defense, right? They they have a pass rush. They do have Jair Alexander on the back end, and on the flip side, they're going to get a running game. So instead of eleven possessions, you're going to get like eight because the game's going to get shortened. They're going to run the football with AJ Dillon and Aaron Jones. Aaron's going to hold possession for a little while. So they're they're only going to get the game's going to shrink a little bit. You're going to get about eight possessions in prime time. And Baker's game has never been efficiency. It's never been, hey, here's eight minutes, or I'm sorry, eight drives. Go score on five of them. That's just not Baker's efficiency. Here's 12. Can you get a couple quick scores because he has a decent arm? Yeah, that's 100% Baker. It's not an efficiency game for him, though. And I worry when you don't have a deep threat, right? Van Jefferson is fine, evidently, or, or I'm sorry, occasionally he can stretch the field, did a little bit on that last drive. Right? He was throwing a Ben Skaronik down the field. That's not something that's sustainable. That's not a sustainable recipe. And, and and here here's Baker's stats on the road in his career. This exactly this exactly the the stat line I expect from him, and I don't think it's going to be good enough. 86 pass rating. He's going to average like a little under 200 yards. He's got he'll have 56 touchdowns, 34 picks in 34 games on the road in his career. So I mean, that's compared to at home, 43 touchdowns, 28 interceptions with a again, 86 pass rating, slightly more yards. So it's all about the same for Baker, but my point is that's not enough. Like he's just super super average. And that was the problem with Cleveland. When you have that good of a roster, you can't just be average. It's not good enough to just be average. It's not gonna be good enough to go on the road in Lambeau against Aaron Rodgers and just be super average. Like here's here's gonna be a classic Baker Mayfield game. Ready? Let's just, let's just sketch it out. We used to do this, so we used to do this a lot, especially with um like young quarterbacks. Yeah. He's gonna have hundred and eighty yards, one T D, one pick, he's gonna complete sixty one percent of his throws. He'll have a pass rating of eighty.
0: This is a very middle of the road.
1: Give me a super middle of the road game. It, honestly, nowadays that's below average. 80 used to be like a relatively average pass rating.
0: Yeah, now it's now 90. we're looking
1: at now about 90. Yeah. Right. Now we're looking at about 90. So that's an under that's a that's a below average game from a quarterback. And that's exactly what Baker's going to be. And that's exactly what he's always been. And like I said, I'm fair when it comes to Baker. When he does something well, right? Beats the Steelers in the playoffs, I did say good game. He also got that game almost handed to yeah, him. He so did. let's be real. Um, but and and I was also fair with him at the end in Cleveland. That was a toxic situation for both of them. Did he partially cause some of that? Yeah, absolutely. But was the organization toxic towards him as well? Absolutely. Right? You go get to Sean. You guarantee him money while Baker's still in the room, and, yeah, and then system. they waited to like trade him slash release him for like
0: an uncomfortable were like, amount of were time. like, You're going to be a backup, probably. Right. It was you're... like
1: a, yeah, it was like an uncomfortable amount of time where they didn't trade him and they didn't know what was going to happen. He, was he gonna be a backup but they already picked up his options so it was seventeen million and nobody really wanted to pay his salary. So then it was just it was weird, right? And I I defended him. I'm like, trade him. Like let him go somewhere, let him play. And I said, there is some sort of market for him. He's not bad. He's not
0: terrible. He's relatively young. I think we compared him to, like, a bri- uh, Teddy Bridgewater, like a bridge quarterback that you pick up yeah. for a couple of years. Yeah. Like, maybe and- l- like, what Los Angeles probably intends to use him for. I don't think they, right. they want to use him going forward after this no. season. No, no, no I no. mean, you have a Matt Stafford. And if anything else, if Matt Stafford's going to retire soon, he's he's going to be on his way out it's a loaded quarterback draft. So the Rams have a lot to look forward to. I don't think Baker's going to be like fitting in mm. that plan anywhere.
1: So let's do a little exercise here. Let's go roughly what is perceived this season as the 10 worst quarterbacks. So let's start with whoever's starting for the Jets, whether it's Mike White or Zach Wilson. Who would you rather have for the next five years?
0: Kay. Baker or Zach Wilson slash Mike White? I would take Baker. You would take Baker. I would take Baker over Mike White. I think Mike White's very good in spurts. I think he's more sporadic. I, I haven't seen like enough with See, the, with him. I will lean Mike White
1: just because I think the upside is potentially greater, and we haven't okay. seen uh, enough. I, yet. Mine's just basically I'll give him the benefit purely. Of I, I
0: haven't seen enough.
1: That's fair. To, um, I, what about Russell Wilson or Baker Mayfield? For the the next, contract included for the next five, the next five years. years. Contract included that's the problem with Russ. That's yeah. I mean see, I see I'm still gonna give the benefit of the doubt to Russ that he can turn it around. And I am I would assume they get a new coach. I, I, would, I will go Russ, I barely. Would
0: take Russ. The contract thing is just really holding me up. But if you're just if I'm judging based purely off a of talent, who I think is better, I'm gonna go with Russ. What about Kenny Pickett? Kenny Pickett. I'd go Kenny I think Pickett. Kenny Pickett has yeah. a way higher ceiling.
1: Okay. Um Ryan Tannehill or
0: Baker Mayfield? Uh Tannehill. I think Tannehill's I think way he can more make. experience. He's made a playoff run.
1: I think he can make more plays with his legs, too. Yeah. I mean, he was a wide receiver at Texas A&M. Uh, what good. about Matt Ryan or Baker Mayfield in Indianapolis? Oh, God. I, I, I'd, go Baker, I'd go Baker. I'd because go Baker of,
0: because of Matt's age. Yeah, I'd go Baker.
1: Uh, Davis Mills or Kyle Allen, whoever's starting in Houston. Honestly, I, Davis Mills hasn't played bad. I think if you put uh, him in a – He got benched, though, recently. Kyle Allen's been the last two games. I, I mean – he did, he, you're right. He was one of the better quarterbacks, rookie quarterbacks last year, I don't. he wasn't awful. I think I'm if you put Baker, him in a
0: better system. I'm taking Baker, though. Okay. Uh, it's in Houston, though. For we're, what we're, we've seen, I'll take Baker, but I'm just saying he I has the potential to have a good upside.
1: Um, Daniel Jones or Baker Mayfield? Daniel Jones. Really?
0: Daniel Jones. I really? think really? he has a higher upside than Baker.
1: I would take Baker, I think. You I, would. I think Daniel Jones is awful. I don't think he's good at all. He's completed like
0: 58% of his throws. He's less noisy. And then that's what, Baker completed fifty some percent of his throws for the entire game in Los Angeles. That's fair. Against the Raiders. Okay. What about Taylor Heineke? Heineke's a gamer, I, man. I would
1: take Taylor Heineke as well.
0: Heineke can win games.
1: Um let's see a couple more here. Uh oh, I don't think Gino is, is what it was considered one of the worst, but it's also Gino's in one of those weird in betweens where like is he good he or was it a fluke? Yeah, but like Right, so so Gino or Baker?
0: Gino. I would take Gino as well. Gino. I've seen a higher upside already with Geno in one season yeah. than i have with Baker. If you would have put this season's Geno Smith on the Cleveland Browns two years ago, I think that would have been crazy. So I released this as part of the newsletter, but um, Baker Mayfield or Matt
1: Stafford. Contract included. They owe Matt Stafford $20 million next year, but then it goes up to $49.5, $50.5, $50.5. That's, and, half, and, half, and,
0: that's and that's what they're going to be stuck between. This is like, I don't know, what do you do? I would go stuff Stafford still. You would keep Stafford? Yeah, I'd give him another chance. How old is he?
1: 30-something. It's something to think about. It's something Something to chew on. on. I was going to say that. Um,
0: Yeah, I mean. I'd still
1: uh, go Stafford, I think.
0: I I could see the argument for Stafford. The only thing that would make me draw back is the age. I don't know. That's
1: that's fair. And the injuries recently. Uh, Jared Goff or Baker Mayfield?
0: Jared Goff. Yeah, I don't think it's Jared close. Goff. Jared, Jared Goff's Goff. been to a Super Absolutely. Bowl. Absolutely. And he, I think he He's has the ability. He's playing really well this year. Yeah, and he has the ability to lead a team to another Super Bowl. I don't think 100%. this year, but.
1: 22 yeah. touchdowns, I think seven picks this year. I, yeah, I agree. Super efficient. Um,
0: no, well, I was right going right. to ask
1: who they have in Carolina. Uh, uh, how about uh, whoever, whoever's starting in Atlanta? So, like Desmond Ritter
0: or Marcus Mariota? Mm. I'll take Baker. Well, I'll, I'll take ba- I'm not taking I'm Baker. I'm interested over... to
1: see Desmond Ritter.
0: Yeah, I, I can't. I haven't seen enough to say anything on Desmond Ritter. But I, I would say Marcus over Marietta. Marcus Mariota. I would take yeah, I uh, so Baker. So. Uh, Jameis Winston. Um. Jameis, I think Jameis is good. I, I think Jameis and Baker are almost on the same level. I think so too. What about Andy Dalton?
1: You think it's you think it's crazy? It's not. I don't think that. I don't think that's a crazy question though. Andy Dalton. Yeah. No, he's older, so that's no the next five years. That's probably the only reason I would lean Baker, Baker but Baker. but he's been playing better over the last
0: season. See, just, has I, I thought you just set that up just so you could take the Red Rocket. No,
1: no, I w- <laughs> I really wish I could.
0: I do like the Red <laughs> Rocket.
1: Um, I don't know. That was just a fun exercise. So I don't know. Just kind of seeing where Baker lies. But my point is, I I like... He's kind of somewhere in that middle. I really like the Packers going in here. And I think they're going to be able to get pressure. And we all know that if you get pressure on Baker, that's a tough day. And on the road, the home team generally gets a lot of pressure. So I'll go with the Packers. I don't think it's super close. I don't love Baker this week. um, And I don't love him going forward. But like I said, I'm fair. He had a nice week last week. Hats off to him, you know. Tip off the hat to him. But yeah,
0: it's... I don't think going forward Baker is going to do anything special. No, I don't think he's the answer. Uh, but, guys, that is all we have for the show today. Make sure you go and sign up for the newsletter. Uh, the first one uh, came out this week. Uh, what was it, yesterday on Wednesday it came out. Yep. Um, so make sure you're going and subscribing to uh, see all of those. are going to come out every single week. Uh, you can go to theissuesports.com and find the newsletter sign up right there. Just type your email in and click sign up. Super easy. And then you can find all of our social media, all of our different links in the description wherever you're watching or listening. Uh, guys, we really appreciate it. And that was The Issue.